Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham and finally, after 72 days, Spurs have a new manager, Nuno Espirito Santo. I'm joined by Tommy from Tommy Talks Ball on YouTube, formerly Spurs Own TV. We talk about the appointment, our thoughts on that and will he switch to three central defenders like he played at Wolves? Harry Kane, when will he speak to him? It will be after the Euros and can he convince him to stay? Will we have a better chance of signing Wolves players now? Cody has been linked and Doherty, will Nuno be able to get him back to the form that he showed at Wolves? First six games in the league are fairly tough. Will that be Nuno's honeymoon period or is he expected to hit the ground running? And who runs the transfers now that we have a new manager? And in terms of transfers, what will Nuno see as the positions that definitely need strengthening and who are the dead wood uh, that need to go and will they go? Uh, so all that and much, much more on Let's Talk. Welcome, Nuno. Hi, Tommy. Thanks so much for coming back on. How are you doing? All good. All good, my friend. Three days in. Three days in for <laughs> Nuno. So I'm already, I'm setting up my transfer targets and uh, and everything. So uh, yeah, yeah. All cool, man. Yeah. But anyone who follows me will know that I was on Tommy's stream yesterday talking about it. So if you've watched both or if you watch this and you watch Tommy's one, it's probably going to be quite duplicated. Um but yeah, uh, thoughts. Uh, obviously, yesterday you had your thoughts, but an, an extra day, they've changed or, or they say same thoughts that you had and what were they? Well, you see, you see the thoughts are how much, you know, how much freedom is Nuno going to be given in the transfer market or not freedom? Because I think I think in modern football, you know, you, you just don't get that freedom per se. But how much of a say will he have on targets? Because it almost certainly he'll he will have perhaps a short list in certain positions. I mean, he knows he knows how to sign players. Look what he done with Wolves, and and if you have got that Mendes thing happening as well, so I'm just I'm just looking at transfer targets, transfer targets, transfer targets now. Uh, and uh, yeah, I hope I just I just hope he has the, he has enough freedom to get the players in he needs for the system that he's almost certainly going to play. Which is I don't know I don't know how you feel about it, but I think he's he's almost certainly going to go with the three four three that mm. that that garnered success at Wolves in his in his first two seasons. Um, so yeah, I hope I just fingers crossed he has the freedom. Yeah, I mean, who do you think will be in charge of transfers? Do you think it will be Nuno saying I want this player, and then who who, who does he say that to? Is it Paratici or is it Levy, or is Levy on Paratici deciding who? Nuno, this is the players you've got. These are the players we're bringing in. And also, these are the players we're selling. Now, we talked on your stream yesterday about the Deadwood needs to go. But do, do you think... There was rumours I saw that Paratici had said to five players or something like that, that you need to, to their agents, you need to find clubs uh, about a month ago. Uh, but do, do, I mean, there has to be a conversation between at least two of them, Nuno being one of them surely on, on who's coming in, who's going out. Uh, uh, how do you think I mean, that yeah, would work with the three of them there? It was probably similar to Pochettino. It was probably similar to Pochettino. And it, I don't think he had much say towards the end, even after no. three or four years of success. So I'm not sure how much uh, how much of a say Nuno will have when he was he was effectively sacked from Wolves. Um, I don't care what anybody tells me. He was effectively sacked from Wolves. So um, I don't know how much say. I don't know how much say he's going he's gonna to have. But... Um, what what I do hope is he will he will look at the players and maybe Paratici will sign off. He'll, he'll you know they'll, they'll, they'll both sort of tick a box and say okay this could work you know this could work. And um, uh, if if Mendes comes along, obviously if Mendes comes along, this is this is why I was happy. This is why I was happy to get Nuno in. The, the sign is Mendes brought to Wolves. Okay, towards the end it got a little bit 
He got a little bit dodgy with, you know, £40 million for Fabio Silva. Didn't work out. It was back up to Jimenez. But um, if, if he can bring, you know, a couple of the Neveses in, he can bring a couple of the, you know, even the Dharma Traore is an exciting right winger. Um, it could be it could be great. Uh, so, yeah, it could be great. And and he may not need to spend so much because he can transform Doherty. And I think, I think 3-4-3 three, three is, is a good thing for this team. I think it's a good thing for this team. I think we can get the best out of Tanganga. As I said, Doherty at right wing back, he struggled at right back. It's very difficult to adapt at 28, go back to right back when you've been playing right wing back all your life. And uh, yeah, so 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 be interesting. There are so many variables, especially with this, uh, it, it, with, with Nuno. There are so many variables because we, we just don't know because it's like he finished seventh twice with a newly promoted club. So, mm. you know, that, that's a ridiculous, that's, that's an achievement in itself. In the Premier League, the, the, without a doubt, the toughest league it, on the planet. Um, last season went a, a, a bit skewed, but um, there's 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 enough there's enough more than enough to be confident about, and I think he will he will have some say he will have some say. Mm. The more the better, the more the better. Yeah, I, I think the three four three is, I mean it's not definite, but I think it's a very good possibility. Dan was on your stream when I was on last week saying that that he's heard that uh, Davis is being converted to a centre. Well, not converted, he played there for Poch, but highlighted as a centre-back. So if that is true, then that would signal that the three at the back and hopefully we get like a commanding centre-back in. I, I've said before, and I'll say it again, I don't think we need a whole new back defence. I think we just need one commanding um, centre-back and that will, he'll be in charge and then the others follow suit. And, and Leicester, when they won the league, Wes Morgan was that, not the best defender. He was in the championship not long before that. Uh, but he was the leader there and everyone followed him. Uh, but yeah, and, and Kane, I mean, Kane will know who the new manager is, whether he's spoken to him. He may have spoken to him to say, hi, I'm your new manager. How are you doing? How are the Euros going? But there'll be no conversation, I don't think, about what do you want to do next season? Because he's fully focused on England. But when do you think he will talk to him? And do you think he convince him to stay? Or do you think Kane's mind is... I'm leaving. I need to win trophies. Um, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I think it's complete. The focus is completely the Euros. Now we're going into the quarterfinals. I think the focus will be completely, completely the Euros. They probably. I'll be surprised if they had even a limited conversation. If I'm honest with you, yeah. Harry Kane just—he's one of those guys that's just in the zone, and he has to stay in the zone. Um, and so many players are coming out of the England squad, even like the Grealishes who. Do have off the field off the field problems? They're like, oh, this guy is amazing. This guy's amazing around the training camp. He's he's you know he's the best player, best striker on the planet, and uh, so that's that's great. And it's not whether Harry Kane wants to go. First, first of all, he's got a three year contract. Um, second, secondly, there's only one club I can see him going to, and that's that's Manchester City if they're prepared to pay the money. Um, but we don't know how much that could be. We don't even know how much that is to persuade them. <laughs> so it's it's. It's Man City or Man United. I, I, I can't see him going anywhere else. There's, there's no chance going to Paris Saint-Germain. Barca, Real Madrid haven't got money. We're not going to do these silly swap deals with Real Madrid like bloody Hazard and a couple of other there flop players for Kane. That's not happening. So, um, I, but I think he wants to go. I think, I think he, if Man City came in, he would sign a contract, three hundred grand a week. They, they give him hundred grand more. He would have much, much higher chance of winning trophies. You know, Walker's won almost ten trophies. Been there like four years since he left. He's won like he's won four or five trophies. And I, and I think a lot of this, I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked at this. A lot of the Spurs fans would be like, do you know what? He deserves it. He deserves it. Mm. We're going to lose one of our greatest players, the, the greatest player, maybe the greatest player we've ever produced, him, Glenn Hoddle, maybe a few maybe a few of the others. Um, 
but you know we'll allow him to go that's how much we love him that's how much of a talisman he is and, I, and I'm shocked that the majority of fans think like that um I I do I do too but I, I'm just shocked the majority of fans feel, uh, 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 feel that way but um I don't see him going whether he wants to go or not I just he's going to be 21 22 he's going to be one of the 25 registered. He's going to be in a Spurs shirt for that first game. <laughs> uh, hopefully he's going to be in that, involved in the first game of the season. Hopefully he's going to be wearing the white, uh, not the blue, because obviously yeah. you've got Man City first, first up. That'd be, that'd be crazy if you've got Man City first wow. and Harry Kane's playing for them. Well, I think if Man City bid for him, there's no way Levy... Levy will put a clause in saying you can't play in that first game of the season. There, there's no oh. way he's going to sell him, regardless of who we buy with the money, that says that he can you know win them the game against us first game of the season but in terms possibly, of trans- possibly. Yeah. In, in terms of transfers with Nuno coming in do you think there's more chance of Wolves players coming we've been linked with Cody this morning I've seen but all, all of these when I say we've been linked it's it's on Twitter so <laughs> take that with as much pinch of a grain of salt as you want but the other thing I noticed is I, I, I've said a long for a long time since 72 days or whatever it is that as soon as we were linked with Pochettino and then Paris Saint-Germain uh, uh, extended his contract for two years, he's coming back or, or at least Levy will try and get him back after those two years. So this manager is a stopgap and Nuno's got a two year deal. So to me, that kind of says he, he's not really here for the long haul. It's, it's a short term appointment, kind of a steady in the ship until Poch comes back. Unless of course, Nuno, does wonders and then you can't not offer him a new deal. But do, do you think he, he'll try and get Wolves players in? Cause he knows those and he'll know how they play quickly. In, if, if, if it is a case of, it's not a, a long-term deal getting Nuno in, it's just steady in the ship. Or do you think he'll be allowed to go elsewhere and develop players like Pochettino did, which could take years? Well, there are many other clubs to sign players from other than Wolves. But there are some players coming out. And I've said for a very long time, Cody. Cody is a player. When I've done a Wolves preview, uh, before the Wolves game a couple of months back, I've done a Wolves preview with a couple of chaps. Uh, and and they it was it was surprising what they were telling me. Um, they were telling me, they were, they were saying, you know, they tried to play four at the back this season. He tried to change things this season, try and play in a more attacking manner, Nuno. And Cody in a two doesn't work. Cody is a shocking in a two. He just really, really doesn't work. He, he, he's like a headless chicken. Um but he's a proper captain, Cody. Um, I've, I've heard him at games and I've heard, um, not, not just at games where there's no fans, even when there's fans, you can hear him screaming and, 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 and you know, telling that back line exactly where he wants them to be. And we need something like that. You, you just said, you said, we need a Morgan, we need a captain, we need a leader. And he's not the greatest player. He's not the greatest player. I mean, Morgan himself had very limited mobility. He had mo- limited mobility and he had hoof next to him as well. So uh, they weren't the most mobile partnership. But we need a leader in there, especially if you've got three. If you've got three, you can have a lesser mobile player. I'm not saying Cody's a, a poor player, but I would love him. I would love him in. It, 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 we're almost certainly going to play three because every time Nuno's tried to go to a four, it's not worked. I mean, I think he tried it. For, someone on Twitter yesterday was saying that, uh, oh, oh, he can he can play more attacking. He, he won't certainly play in a three because he played in a four at Porto and Valencia. He was sacked at Porto and Valencia playing a four. So he's almost certainly going to, he is going to play a three. He failed miserably. The reason Wolves didn't renew his contract because they had a bad season this season. So, um, yeah, that's that, that's the way I see things. I see I see three four three, and if we can get Cody in Neves, Neves, I'm not Neves. 
he's a he's a quality player next to Hoiberg. He could do he could do some some damage, but we need a brawler. We need a leader. Uh, a couple of centre backs would be great, but I'd love Cody. We linked with Neto. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. That could be smoke, fire. This is the one sport on the planet where um, there doesn't need to be smoke. There doesn't need to be smoke. <laughs> uh, as you said, rumours, rumours are rife all over the place. But out of out of them, I really would like, I really, really would like Cody. I mean, I've been impressed for, uh, by him for a long time. He's unlucky not to get in the England uh, starting lineup, but that might be because we play a four. Yeah, I mean... The first six games are fairly tough, certainly in the league. Uh, do you think Nuno will be given yeah. like a honeymoon period there or do you think he's expected to hit the ground running? And and what I liked about him at Wolves was very similar to Poch. He had a style. Obviously, Jimenez getting injured has affected that, which would affect anyone. It would be same as Kane uh, uh, being injured for us and then Dane Scarlett has to come in. But Absolutely. But obviously... Adopting a new a new style takes time, and it, it, if there's no honeymoon period for him there, he's not going to be able to do that in six games with, you know, Kane possibly going all the way in the Euros, not even knowing if he's going to be there. And and Hoiberg, who's a key player for us, is still there as well. Um, so do you think he'll have a honeymoon period? And if if the results are, are less than adequate, okay, well they were a tough run of games, or do you think it'll be? the other way around if, if heaven forbid they don't go well it is very tough it is very tough there's a lot of London derbies even the games that are not you know the Arsenal and Chelsea we've got the Watford Palace under Vieira as well so uh, yeah it's a really really tricky tricky start to the season he will be given a, a honeymoon period to a certain extent but we know we know after a month managers are under pressure after two <laughs> or three games managers are under pressure um, but because it's so intense and because the quality we have within the first six, I mean, do you know what in the Premier League, if he doesn't, if he just wins one of those games, if it's just one of those games, and it's not Arsenal, he could be sacked. He could easily be sacked over those after those six games. After if, six games. If oh. he only wins one, if he only wins one of those games and it's not Arsenal, he could be he could he will be his job will be on the line. He's, you'll be looking at his job thinking, one more loss, one more loss after this, he's gone. He's gone. He's got a two-year contract as well. That's how fickle the sport is these days. That's how fickle mm. the sport is these days. Everybody was going crazy on Frank Boer, the Crystal Palace. He's done this, yeah. Ajax, he's done that. Mm. And Palace sacked Frank Boer within a month, within three yeah, games. Yeah, and this, yeah. is, this is Crystal Palace. Uh, with, with Nuno not having, a, not having the greatest CV, having been, you know, I, I keep saying it, effectively sacked last season, only two-year contracts, probably not on the highest wages. Mm. They could move on. They could move on straight away. So, um, I think he'll be given a honeymoon period. And I'll tell you what's brilliant for him. He can experiment in the conference league. The conference league is a blessing mm. for him. It's an absolute blessing. So he can do the experiment in there. And then uh, hopefully that moves, uh, that moves into the, uh, that moves into the, uh, into the first team uh, on how the understanding is within, within the place and his system. So, um, but I think we're going to have a pretty good start to be honest with you. I, I've got mm. a funny feeling we're going to have, a, we're going to have a decent start. Look, Playing Man City first game of the season is probably the best time to play Man City. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, and, and the others as well, Chelsea and Arsenal, a good time to play them before they've ever got into a rhythm. We won't be in a rhythm, but, you know, that could suit us. But, yeah. I, I think I, Chelsea are going to struggle. I think it's going to be, I think Chelsea, I think that was a bounce under Tuchel. Don't get me wrong, he's a very good manager, but I think that was a new manager bounce for me. Similar to Di Matteo, um, 
Yeah. Obviously, Tuchel's got a much bigger CV, but I didn't even won the Champions League in Chelsea. The next season went went pear shaped. Um, so I don't think I don't think Chelsea may not be in, even in a title race. It's good that we haven't got Man United in the top six as well because mm. I think Man United are going to be serious this year. Sancho yeah. looks like Varane at centre back. So um, I think amongst the six and Arsenal, Arsenal are just dying every season. I mean, they, they're just literally finishing lower and lower and lower. So I, I think it's a relatively. I think it's a relatively decent start. if you're playing three big clubs to have those three I think and as I said Man City first first up I think it's a it's a good it's a good start for Nuno quite frankly yeah well, I, I think Arsenal could be bottom of the league and it wouldn't make a difference because the derby is who wants it more I think so I, I the form kind I mean you, you get the odd one here or there where the team at the top batter the team at the bottom but generally it's who wants it more so I think even if they were really struggling, I think that's a tough game. And it's away from home, isn't it? Or is it at home? I can't remember now. Um, um, I'm not sure. It never mattered last season, did it? Because of COVID. It never really mattered with his home yeah. away. We have to get used to that again now. We'll have to get used to that when it really does, <laughs> when it really does matter. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've had a message come up here saying we've, it's a, we've only got 10 minutes left. I thought that was when you have more than uh, two people. Unbelievable Zoom trying to skin me out of money. They're not getting it. So we'll have to do this in two parts. <laughs> Um, right, so yeah, Sorry. I'll have to cut it off when it gets to like 10 seconds. But yeah, in terms of the players, where do you think Nuno will identify that needs strengthening? And, and for, forget how he came for the moment. Obviously, if he goes, striker is a priority. But if it, let, let's uh, assume the proviso that Kane is staying. So where will he identify this needs strengthening? It has to be centre-back, presumably. And I, I'm a big proponent... I, I'm like a broken record playmaker for me. And if you get a, like a, a Moutinho from Wolves, that would fit the bill. But again, I mean, it, it's slightly different if a manager leaves. Like when Pochettino, when we got Pochettino, we, we kind of yeah. tapped him up a little bit. So if, if he had gone to Southampton, I want this player, they'd have been a bit annoyed. Wolves let him go. So it's not, it was their decision. So exactly. Yeah. 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 Do, do That's th- true. That's true. So yeah, where, where do you think his priorities will be? In this is what I need strengthening to be able to get me where you want me to be. That's a very good point, actually. That's a very good point you made about the Pochettino thing. Yeah, obviously, we took him out of his contract, so he will garner some power, and and yeah, Nuno won't. So that's a, that's a very good point. Um, but of co- of course, centre back. But we've got players that can. We've got players in, in the squad currently that are playing in different positions that can certainly play centre-back. I think Tangang- Tanganga at right centre-back would be fantastic. It's probably a little bit too short to play in a two at centre-back. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me You're not too short to play set. Fabio Cannavaro is the last centre-back to win Ballon d'Or. He's five foot nine. So, but, um, <laughs> I like uh, I like Tanganga. I like Tanganga. I think he's a little bit too short to play in a two in, 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 current, in, in current foot when he doesn't have that leap and not fast enough to play right back. So right centre-back could be perfect for him. Ben Davies played left centre-back, as you mentioned, for a long time for Wales. And his pace is gone now. We saw that against Sterling in Man City. Absolutely ripped him to shreds. So his his pace is sort of gone now. So it could, that could work fantastically for him too. So we've got, we've got a few players that can go into centre-back uh, from, from other positions. But so, I still think we need... We need a brawler and we probably need two centre-backs in there. I've got a funny feeling. I've got a funny feeling Sanchez might come good. I've got a funny mm. feeling Sanchez might come good. Someone at Deadwood's going to transform. It's always the way. Uh, how much of it, I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah, how much of it, I'm not sure. The thing you say, the thing with Playmaker, the thing you say with Playmaker is, I don't think he plays with a play. 3-4-3, three, three, it's not a playmaking, it's mm. not a playmaking uh, role because if you play two centre-mids, 
If you play two centre mids and you play two wide players and a striker, uh, then where's your playmaker? Your playmaker will be one of your centre mids that plays slightly more attacking. But it's all about the wing. It's all about the wing. If he plays the system at Wolves, it's all about what they do on the wing, the, the wing backs and, and how they, they, they distribute to the, to the wide forwards, if you like. So the playmakers are less needed because the wingers come inside. So the number 10 position is almost filled sometimes. So, but it depends. If they play, I've been talking to a lot of people, they think we might play free in centre mid and play Kane and Son up top. And if that happens, then a playmaker will be key because you'll have Kane, Son, then you have someone behind them, then a flat two centre mids. We've got Ndombele, Lo Celso, Deli Alli. Um, I don't think we're going to, I don't think we're going to go in the market for a number 10. If I'm perfectly honest, I don't think, maybe in a different, if it wasn't Nuno, play four at the back, but potentially. I think with Nuno, I can't see us, I can't see us going in the market. No. Yeah, we've got less than a minute now, so I'm going to end this and then we'll come back yeah, on. It, so if you join back on. Well, there we're back after Zoom has kicked us out. So uh, crack straight back on with the uh, chat about Nuno and Spurs. Um, again, here with Tommy. Uh, so you mentioned earlier that uh, you think Sanchez could come good. Who, who do you think? There's, there's always a few. When the new manager comes in, there's always a, a few players who everyone thinks are dead wood that come good and, and just need that change of manager. So you, you thought Sanchez, Doherty is probably the obvious one as well. Who else do you think could really, really benefit from the change of manager and Nuno coming in, in your opinion? Well, I'm just looking through the squad now. I'm just looking through the squad now. Um, I think Deli Ali's a lost cause. I do. It's been three mm. years now. It's been three years. Yeah. I think all I see cool. on him is Instagram pictures of him in new clothes or doing all of that. He seems to care more. You know, he should be at the gym now. He's not in the Euros. He, he should, should be, be at the... in the Euro squad. He yeah. should be in the Euro squad. Yeah. I know but, there's, you know, but, I know there's a big competition for number ten. But, yeah. but now he isn't. He should be in the gym and and the, the training pitch and and just trying to, you know, I want to be in that team next season. But uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the endorsements and his public image and the, the, the celebrity are more important to him, unfortunately, which is a real shame because he's obviously got talent. But Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we've got a few, we've got a few Argentine players. I'd like to think Lo I'd like to think Lo could in a Copa, Copa America, he's starting quite regularly for Argentina mm. and I hear he's doing quite well. I hear he's doing quite well. So fingers crossed, fingers crossed there'll be a couple. What I think, I think Bergwijn will go right wing back. Mm. I've said this, um, maybe it's back up to Doherty or yeah. maybe Doherty can switch sides. I mean, yeah, you, players you are versatile these days. Yeah. yeah, players are versatile these days. I think, he's, mm. I think his end product isn't quite there. He hasn't got that. Um, he's got good, he's got, uh, good acceleration, but he hasn't, got, he hasn't got pace for long periods. Uh, so he's got agility, but he hasn't got pace for long periods. So his work rate uh, with, uh, you know, similar to, uh, you know, some of the players... That, that have adapted there, like Victor Moses was was nothing. And he played wing back and looked well class. Um, that was under Conte, so we were looking at that. This he plays the same system to Conte. So fingers crossed, Bergwijn could come good. Reggie, Reggie will have less defensive resp- responsibilities, and we saw at the end of last season defensive responsibilities are not his are not his strength. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he'll have three three centre backs behind him, and maybe the Hoiberg to the right. So uh, so it could work. Um, any Spanish Portuguese is a connection there. So um, hopefully there are quite a few. There are quite a few. Um, mm. It's uh, there was yeah. As I said, Sanchez. Sanchez has got all. The, he's got all the tools. He's got all the tools. His pace, his physicality. Mm. It's all there in his first season with us. Barcelona were interested. We signed for like thirty million pounds. I think rising to 35, 40 from Ajax. 
after the first season, Barcelona were looking at him. They were 70 million, 80 million pounds. It wasn't surprising. He looked like he looked like the next Ledley King to me. He had all the physicality. He had the presence. But for some reason, he's just gone backwards. He's just gone backwards. And at centre-back, when you start making errors, it just, for some reason, it just weighs you down. It just mm. weighs you down more than any other position. Um, as a goal scorer, if you haven't scored a few, in a few games, you, you know, you start scoring, that's it. You're, you're, you're back, you're back to it. A centre back is completely different. Um, so hopefully, I, I've got a funny feeling Sanchez could yeah. come good, especially as a wide centre back with his pace. Could it could work? There could be a lot of players transformed. Yeah, I, I, I think Sanchez would benefit massively from having that commanding centre back. He, he reminds me, similar to Vodon as well, uh, of, of of Michael Dawson when he first joined us. Obviously, Michael Dawson was fantastic for us, but at the start, he needed the Ledley King, the Jonathan Woodgate, to show him the vote, not the votes, but you know, be the leader and him to follow suit there. And then he then progressed to that role. But Sanchez, I think. I agree with you. I, I, I like Sanchez. He's got pace. He's strong. And, and, you know, he likes to tackle. But I think confidence has been his issue. And I think you can tell when he's not confident because he lets the ball bounce over his head. When he's confident, when Barcelona were looking into him, any ball that went over the top, it went onto his head and out somewhere. And that when he first joined us, a big transfer fee as well. And he's fairly young, wasn't he? Moving country. It was actually 40 million. I'm looking now, it's actually got 42 yeah. million pounds we paid from like yeah. four years ago. It's incredible. So I, I think he had a little bit of a pressure on, put some pressure on him there because of the price tag. And that's he, when he started, it was, he let the ball bounce every, every time over his head, which is you, you learn that when you're like six as a defender. Do not do that. As a centre back, you can't do that. <laughs> and he yeah. started doing that under Mourinho with Bergwijn. I, I think it could be a huge year for Bergwijn. I, I, I like Bergwijn. I thought. That, that goal he scored against United in the first game back after the, the first lockdown, I thought that's what you want to see from him. Like, just positive. It, similar to Saka, what Saka's doing in the England squad at the moment. Gets the ball, first thought is forward. How can I make that defender worry about me? But then that Anfield game, not so much the game, the, the after, aftermath of the, the, the ridiculously disgusting abuse that he got. And yeah. he's a young man moving country. So it's a bit of a culture shock to him anyway. And then he gets that. And I think that it completely moved him back into his shell. I don't think Mourinho helped because Mourinho is not <laughs> the most attacking minded manager. He's not going to really say to you, go and express yourself going forward. I think the confidence just every time he got the ball, it was always turning around and looking back and, that goal against Villa that he scored was again similar to that Man United of him just forward, forward, forward. So I think if he gets a manager that believes in him, which and and he showed with your wing back comment in, in that really good period that we had under Mourinho, he was the one tracking back. So I think he could do a real good job at a, 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 a wing back, but I think he will be if it's on the right understudy to um, Doherty because Nuno knows Doherty. But yeah, I, exactly. I, I think it could be a real big year for Bergwijn. I really hope it is because I really like him. And he's only 20. If it doesn't go well, three, I think, 24 maximum. And if yeah. it doesn't go well, if Doherty ends up, you know, playing really well, right. Well, if one of them don't perform, Doherty or Reggie, he could go either flank, Bergwijn. He could go either flank. So I think bringing Sessegnon back as well, left wing back, yeah. which could work. He played at Hoffenheim. He's, he's done rather good at Hoffenheim last season. I think people are getting a little bit crazy because he got two assists in December saying he's, you know, 
world class <laughs> now, Sessi. You know, he's done he done okay and he's coming back. So um yeah, I think people like that with Foyf as well. Foyf didn't even get a game till after Christmas. But uh, we ended up getting 15 million pounds, which is good business. So there, there are lots of so, so many variables. I mean, look at Skip coming back as well. Skip's mm. a big one. He could be, he could be, he could be anything. He could be absolutely anything, Skip. But people have to realize he is he is the exact same player. He plays in the exact same role as Harry Winks. If you're expecting an assist, man, if you're expecting a goal, man, it's not gonna happen. You've got mm. two assists. And one goal in 45 games for Norwich last season in the championship. You're not going to score goals. You're not going to score assists. He's, he doesn't make last-ditch challenges. He's got two yellow cards. He is he is a sideways guy, but that's a, that is a role. That is a yeah. role. You it's need that Roberto in a team, Silver don't you? Done. You do if you play three centre mids. With three centre mids, it works magnificently. Gilberto Silva was derided by his own fans. He played 34 of the 38 games in Arsenal's invincible season. He's so key. Carrick played at Man United for 12 years, sixth in them under Ferguson, first team, very, very similar. Didn't score many goals, didn't make too many last-ditch challenges. But if you if you can if you use them right, if you use them right, they could be magnificent. Mm. Skip Skip could be that. I think he's under 21's captain already. He only played like four games for under 21s. He's under 21's captain already. Um, he's got a lot going for him. And um, we've got some, we've got some really, really good young talent. There's yeah. a lot, there's a lot to look forward to. There really is this season, mm. a lot to look forward to. And Nuno will give chances to those young players because that's kind of what he does as well. And interesting, you mentioned Sessignon, and I completely forgot that. And, and your wing backs comment, I didn't even think about that until you mentioned it uh, yesterday. But I've, I've got a friend who's a Fulham fan who said that Sessignon isn't a left back. He's not good enough defensively. No way. He's a left but, winger. Yeah, He's a left winger. Yeah. So a wing back might actually be more beneficial to him. And Skip, I mean, I think Mourinho said, didn't he, last year that he's a future Spurs captain? Someone definitely yeah. said it, but... Pochettino said it as well. I think mm. both of them said it. Yeah, but with Skip it. coming back, and I, I'm pretty sure he'll be... He may not be a starter, but he'll certainly be in that first thing. Do you think that kind of spells the end of Harry Winks at Spurs? And and similarly, we, we, we asked, who do you think Nuno will improve? Uh, you know, does, does Skip spell the end for Winks? And... Who, who do you think? Uh, I think so. Is out, or or who do you think Nuno will say they have to go? That I, I can't improve them, and they're not part of my plans. I think so. I think Winks will go, and I'm very much one of Winks supporters, mm. and I'm very much in the minority when it comes to that among streamers and Spurs fans. In well, you're, you're in the majority but, um, here. <laughs> yeah, I quite okay. like well, it. Well, yeah, I, I find him. I mean, Pochettino, when he first broke into the scene, was like, he reminds me of Xavi and Iniesta. And that's a quote. That's, that mm. is a quote. So, and he played over 100 times. He looked good for England. I think he played only 20 games. He was one of the first players on the team sheet before he got injured. So, um, but he's 26. And I'm not going to, look, we've got to refresh things up. And I'm not, we've held on for, to players for too long. If we need money, then maybe it's good to, to, to move Winks on for £20 million or the same 30 to Villa. I wouldn't want to sell him to the Premier League in the Premier League because I think he could be, I think he could be magnificent. I think Spain suits his game more anyway. Um, but you can't really keep Winks and Skip in the same team. You really, really can't. They're quite unique players. You can't have two of them in the same squad and they both need to be playing every week. If you're going to dictate tempo like they do, they dictate tempo, you need to be playing almost every week. So Skip, I wasn't against Skip going back on loan to Norwich this season to give him another season alone um, in, in the Premier League. Uh, but I think they've got Gilmore now, Norwich, so he's almost certainly going to stay. Have they? Uh, on loan, they've got him. they got Gilmore, oh, yeah. they right. got Ben Gilmore on loan. Now, so it looks like they've replaced him straight away. Mm. So, uh, 
So he looks like he's staying. And, oh, of course, I want to see him. I want to see him in Spurs shirt. But it could be, yeah, it could be good. It could be good to cash in on Winks now. £20 million would be good business. And he's, he's not a spring chicken. He's 26 years old now. I think he'll have a lot of suitors. Unlike Deli Ali, I don't know who we're going to sell him to. Uh, Winks, I think, will have a lot of suitors. I, th- I think Winks really fell foul, not fell foul, but I think he really struggled with Mourinho. I think Pochettino is an arm around the, the shoulder kind of manager and like, you're my boy. If you make a mistake, don't worry about it. Don't do it again. But like, I still have faith in you with Mourinho. It's, you've made a mistake. Get out, get out of my sight. And I, you get some players, Rio Fernand said it on some interview. I can't remember where it was, but some players need an arm around the shoulder. Some, some need a, a telling off. I think Winks is certainly the former of that. Whereas Harry Kane, I think you could literally get right up in his face and scream at him and it wouldn't really make a difference. It would probably fire him up more. So I, I think Winks was one of the big, big casualties of, of Mourinho and, and Mourinho's character because of that. And I think the confidence has just drained from him and, and he's not playing. And, and a lot of players, certainly strikers, but it can link to any position need to be playing to get that confidence up and, and playing bit parts aren't going to help with that. So, yeah, I, I, I think he probably does need to go for himself as, as much as us. His, his career could be refreshed quite frankly yeah. as well. His career could be refreshed as well. Uh, the thing with Winks is it could be a hand around his shoulder. We've got a lot of them. I think Deli Ali and Ndombele definitely need a hand, uh, an arm around the mm. shoulder. Um, well, I, I'm not sure about Ndombele. Uh, I'm not sure about Ndombele because Mourinho publicly called him out and it kind of transformed him. So I think he's mentally stronger than people think. But I th- yeah, I, I agree with Ali. I think he he suffered the same as Winks. Yeah, but Winks is a little bit tricky. Winks f- failed miserably under Mourinho because we had 30% possession. We beat Man City 2-0 with 30% possession. You cannot have a player that dictates tempo with 30% possession. They're completely useless. <laughs> it's like having a goalkeeper with no arms. It's, it's just <laughs> completely, completely useless. They have no use. We saw towards the end of this season where uh, Winks tried to be more attacking because he, social media is massive. Social media is huge. That's why we so trippier. In my eyes, he had a couple of bad games. We sold Trippier, one of the worst decisions we ever made, especially when we sold Walker the season before. Uh, social media got on his back. We ended up selling him. Uh, it's going to be the same. Uh, it's going to be the same with him. It was the same with him at the end of last season. He's too defensive. He doesn't score enough goals. He doesn't assist. He can't score goals. It's not his job. He's not supposed to be anywhere near the opposition's box. If he is, he's not doing his job. He's the last player back all the time with a centre-back, perhaps. Um, so... I don't get that criticism. And then we saw him try to play more attacking against Aston Villa and it just didn't work. He, he just can't do it. He dribbled uh, uh, around one or two players, uh, very fortunately, and in the past was shocking. His through balls were terrible. Um, so he, he, he tries to adapt. The biggest criticism you can have of Winks is he's, he can't adapt to, to a different role. But in a specific role, he could, he could be marvellous, like a lot, like a lot yeah. of players. I, I think so as well. I, you know, we talk about Kane, uh, the fan base saying, we, you know, he deserves to go. I, I think Winks as well. I, I don't think he's a bad player. You saw in the cup final that he got the ball from whoever the defender was. There was about 10 metres in front of him and he passed back to the defender. And, and J- Jamie Carragher said that's lack of courage, but it probably is. But I think it's because of the confidence was shot to pieces. You know, I don't want to make a mistake. I'll get in trouble again. I'll pass it to someone else because that's easier. It's not my fault if it goes wrong. And I, I think it is lack of courage, but it comes from lack of confidence. And he needs to go, I think. And and to yeah. a manager who will put an arm around him and say, you're my main guy midfield, 
unless you get injured or suspended, you're my main guy and you're playing. And I think you'll then see the winks that played at the Bernabeu and Exactly. And when he's confident, he plays the square balls. He plays those square balls like he did at Real Madrid. When he's confident, he plays yeah. those square balls all the time. And, and you can see the difference. And the reason I think we, we mentioned, we talk about Wink so much, he probably looks like he's going to go at some stage. It's because we've got Skip coming through and he's the same player. Mm. That's why. I think that's why we're talking about him so much. Because we've got, we've got as I said, future England captain there. And uh, out of all the youth players coming through, Harry Kane's 28, 29, he's rooming away. He could be the, the next big Spurs, the next big Spurs boy. So there's a lot. There's a lot on Skip, and he could be, he could be absolutely, he could be, he could be anything he wants to be. He could be, he could be, yeah, he could be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, last couple of questions, and uh, uh, Fabio Silva came in as the understudy to Jimenez. Obviously, he had to be put in the firing line because of the horrific injury to Jimenez. But he was supposed to be the understudy and learn from him, and then in a couple of seasons, then he'll be the main man. Do you think that could be Dane Scarlett? Uh, again, let, let's assume that Kane's staying or that Kane goes and we get another ready-made striker. Do, do you think Dane Scarlett will be in the first team, uh, the first team squad uh, to be learning off those players and then playing bit parts as substitutions or, or, or starting in the conference? Or do you think it's still a little bit too early and needs to go out on loan again? Because uh, Mourinho yeah. said he's a, a star in the making as well. And a fairly big compliment from him, but he is only 16, but... Yeah, what do you think Thomas, of him? Ridiculously young. I think he turned like 17 towards the end of last season. He's still ridiculously young. Um, but this is the this is the time to experiment. This is the time to experiment. We talked earlier on in the show, are we going 3-4-3 or are we going 3-5-2? If we go 3-5-2 with two strikers, then Scarlett will be important. We will need him. You, you need a backup for every position. So if you do end up playing Kane and Son up front, we're going to need an, to buy another striker, uh, especially with Vinicius gone. And we're going to need a full striker. Can't see us signing two. So Scarlett could be the fourth man. Get him involved in the Conference League. It, it could be it could be absolutely great. It could be great. Or it's risky to even loan a 17-year-old to the Championship because you just don't know whether he's going to get the game time. Like, we've done it with Troy Parrott. We probably loaned him out too early. And now he's, you know, he's scoring one or two goals in three seasons uh, in League One with Ipswich. I think he scored one goal. So we've got, to, we've got to use it. We've got to use him wisely. If we play two up top, and we can experiment with him. We can experiment with it in conference. We can experiment two up top or three, however we want to play. So I think I, I think we will see. I think we'll see a lot of Dane Scarlett. Uh, a, a lot rides on this conference league. It could be we, we were we were having a go at it, and uh, it was sort of um, it was a laughable thing. You know, Belarus landing at Belarus, where the you know next to the stadium, where the, where you know as soon as a, air, an aeroplane comes in, the, the stadium be shaking and that sort of thing. <laughs> But, you know, in the middle of nowhere, we're going to be playing a lot of these uh, clubs in the middle of nowhere. But it could be, it could be absolutely magnificent to get these youth players through, uh, especially mm. the Scarlets and the Skips. So uh, ho- I hope to see much, uh, much more of them this season. Yeah, and we've definitely got a manager now who will give youth a chance. Uh, he, he, even, if, he, even if Levy hasn't told him that as part of his um, uh, job, he, he will give youth a chance. But last question... Uh, I'm much more optimistic now because we have a manager and we can start planning for pre-season, planning for next season. Uh, it, it's maybe not the manager that most people wanted. People have said it's underwhelming, but, you know. And, and with your comment of he was fired by Wolves, I'm not that bothered about that because every manager has been fired at some... But it's the only industry in the world where you can be fired for being terrible at a job and get the same job the next day. But are, are you optimistic, yeah, a bit hesitant, a bit... Mm, or rather than someone else, or, or are you? How are you feeling going into the uh, pre-season and then new season with Nuno coming in the last couple of days? 
I'm, I'm really optimistic. I'm really, really optimistic. As you said, he's good with he's good with youngsters. He had to be good with youngsters because Wolves had very little squad depth. So um, obviously he messed around with Fabio Silva, but I think they had Kilman in at centre back last season. Gibbs mm. White looks like a real, real player for them, and he's he he, he got them into the first team. So um, yeah, he does know uh, he does know what to do. He does know what to do with with, with the youth. It seems. But I, I I'm very optimistic because I. Of course, there were managers I wanted other than him, but we have to just completely 100% support him. And, you know, two seventh finishes with a newly promoted club is, is some achievement. It's some achievement. So, um, yeah, we, we 100% have to get behind him. And, mm. uh, and I'm just, I'm just glad we didn't get Martinez or Southgate. I'm just, <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Yeah, I did too. I had a feeling, yeah. If we do not employ someone before the Euros that we're waiting for a manager, uh, we're waiting for a manager during the Euros, whether it's Joachim Lowe, uh, Martinez, Southgate. Uh, so I'm really, really glad we don't have Martinez because he just his his teams, the way they set up, they cannot defend. I know he's done all right at Belgium. I think most most managers do all right at Belgium, but his Everton side was shocking. So it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot, lot worse. And uh, there's this, there's, there's, there's seeds, there's seeds, there's, there's roots that that Nuno could work fantastic, and there are similarities with Pochettino. There are similarities. He was a risky, he was a risky, uh, it, it was a risky uh, uh, move back then. We wanted Louis Van Gaal. We went with Pochettino, and he was around ninth or tenth uh, with the Southampton side. Uh, you know, seventh, eighth, mid table. This uh, with his side, Nuno. So it is very similar, and they are. I think, as you say, he's a sort of arm around your shoulder type manager. Very happy in his. Uh, in, in, in his opening interview uh, with his first shirt, there are a lot of similarities there. And hopefully, hopefully there are similarities on the pitch because two, within two years of Pochettino being there, we were title contenders. We mm. were fighting Leicester for the title. Two years. So it took. Two years. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm optimistic as well. I, I'm always optimistic. Before every game, I think we'll win. And when we lose or get battered, it's even more of a, a kick in the teeth. But yeah. And premiership experience he's got. And his opening interview is a 10-second clip I saw. He, he just looked genuinely genuinely excited to be at Tottenham. Whereas Mourinho, I always thought, was his reputation was a little bit battered at United. So it wasn't, I'm happy to be at Tottenham because it's Tottenham. It's happy. I'm happy to be at Tottenham because I haven't won anything. I can go and win something and restore my reputation. But Nuno looked genuinely excited to be there. Yeah, it looks like he's got a lot less baggage. He does. He does mm. look like he's got a lot, lot less baggage. And uh, he, you know, CV back sort of backs it up that he could be. He could be a very, very good appoint, uh, 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 appointment. And uh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, I'm definitely optimistic. And as I said, the first six games of the season, I think we're going to do well. I think we're going to mm. do well. I think we had a prediction. I think we had a prediction. And I was on a stream with five others, and four of them. We looked at it and we was like 12 points, you know, predict 12 points. And that's a good start with that. Mm. With those teams, with those clubs, and a lot of them, and a lot of those are not Nuno fans, really not Nuno fans, but they said, you know, 12 points, that'd be a very good start. So I, if we get top six, I think it's a good job. I think he's done a good job. If we get top six this season and maybe a long run in the FA Cup would be great. The FA Cup would be great. Carabao Cup, I'm not too bothered about. It'd still be nice to have a trophy in the trophy cabinet, but FA Cup's a real, is a real trophy. So I'd, I'd love to have another good, good run in that. Get to the semis or the final top six. I think that'd be that'd be good. See, I mean, what do you what do you think will be a good season? What what do you think would be a good season for Nuno? Progression, I think. We've obviously dropped down from where we were under Pochettino, which I mean, he did a phenomenal job. I don't think there's any secret in that. We we've obviously tried something with a, a serial winner, didn't work. So yeah, I, I think progression like. 
as long as it's challenging for that top four, I think we, we can call that a success. I mean, if we're finishing like eighth, ninth to 10th and nowhere near top four, then there'll be question marks. But yeah, like you say, a good cup run. I, I, I don't particularly mind which cup it is. Uh, just a good cup run. Uh, the, the Conference League be nice to win a cup, but it's not really a competition, <laughs> is it? <laughs> like you said before, is it? It, it's more it's, of an experimentation. It's more like a pre-season friendly kind of experiment experimentation. But yeah, FA Cup would be wonderful. League Cup, I, I think. Obviously, if we won a trophy, any trophy, you'd have to say that's a success based on our last, I don't know, fifteen years. Oh. But yeah, definitely, I, I think definitely. progression in the league and, and definitely challenging for that top four, I think, would be a good season, regardless of whether we finish fourth, fifth, sixth, wherever. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. The football, I don't think it's going to be, if people are expecting great standard of football, but mm. there should be a real work ethic in this team. And that's yeah. what's been lacking. That's what's been lacking. So it, it'll be nice to see that work, that work ethic on the pitch and maybe get, you know, finish, as you said, fight for the top four and, and a nice cup run. It'd be a good first season for Nuno, I think. Yeah, I think so as well. And I'm optimistic we can do that. Absolutely. Um, I think we're in the minority. We are definitely sort of in the minority. <laughs> well, yeah. that's just Spurs it, it, fans, isn't it? The amount of Spurs fans who are just negative, just... Oh, it's almost like they, they just want to have a moan. But uh, you've got to be positive, oh I think. Otherwise, you just depress yourself. Like... <laughs> it is quite crazy. It is quite crazy. We've got like this Spurs family. I think a lot of people maybe watching, seeing them on YouTube, all sorts of channels. And uh, oh my God, the negativity. The negativity on there is just, it's, it's mind-blowing. It's absolutely <laughs> mind-blowing. I mean, football at the end of the day is fun. It's supposed to be fun mm. at the end of the day. Before a game starts, support your team no matter what. Uh, and predict, doesn't matter who we're playing, I'm the same. I always predict to win. Or draw at the very minimum. I never, I can never predict a loss for Spurs. No, I mean, we're better than that. We can beat any team, not just on our day. We can beat mm. any team, and we can beat them regularly, uh, especially with some investment. Uh, uh, there will be signings, and there will be uh, players outgoing this summer. Hopefully, 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 we do the we do the job right. And as I said, two seasons, we could be title contenders. We could mm. be title contenders. There, there's enough talent and potential in this team. Yeah, well, I hope so. That, that's a good way to end. I think on a positive note and. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Thanks so much again for coming on. Welcome anytime. Oh, cool, I always have such a good time on your, your show as well. Um, for anyone who, who doesn't follow me and know what show I'm talking about or doesn't follow you, uh, what's the show called? Where can they find you? Yeah, it's a pleasure coming on. Uh, before you head over to my channel, make sure you get subbed to this, to this guy because I'm sure you want to go live soon. And uh, that would be, be brilliant when we can, when we can do the lives with... Uh, We've loads of we've got massive uh, we've got massive Spurs family as I just said so uh, yeah get subbing and get get likes get get liking this stream it all helps with the uh, with, with the with the growth of every channel so yeah Tommy talks ball I do I do a bit of everything um, obviously not as much now because it's pre season but uh, when the season starts again I'll be doing previews watch alongs reactions um, and it's not just Spurs it's, it, there's a lot of neutral stuff on there too tomorrow I don't know when this is being released I'm going to be doing a uh, it's 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 a it's a stream with a couple of Wolves fans. Uh, uh, talking about uh, Nuno, I keep saying Fonseca. I keep wanting to say Fonseca. I keep saying, <laughs> I keep saying Nuno. I've got to get that right. Uh, uh, Nuno in particular, and they've got very uh, diverse views. They're sort of like they're both very. One of them wanted him to stay. One of them wanted him went uh, to go. So that'd be so that'd be quite interesting. So yeah, once you've once you've subbed over here to Let's Talk Tottenham, if you could go over there, sub to me, maybe check out a few of my videos. Be greatly appreciated. And as I say, Chris, uh, pleasure, pleasure coming on again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, like Tommy said there, sub to and like 
uh, both of the channels uh, and then you know go and watch tommy's uh, video tomorrow uh with a, a nuno uh, perspective from some uh, wolves fans and yeah like i said pleasure having you on always welcome on and pleasure going on your show uh fairly regularly now as well always a good fun and nice one man it's always the lunchtime ones the lunchtime ones yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's a gap in the market for the lunchtime ones so yeah you're you're, you're um yeah you're you're welcome anytime man you're welcome anytime excellent likewise here uh thanks again and uh come on you spurs thanks so much for watching before you go please make sure you give the like and subscribe buttons a click any questions comments or any suggestions for future episodes if you just add those into a comment on the youtube video if you're listening to the audio only podcast thanks so much for listening anyone who wants the audio only podcast you can get that at apple spotify wherever you get your audio podcast from alternatively if you go to twitter at ltalk tottenham you can find all the information there i'll be back soon until then come on you spurs